This is a recording. <laughs> this is not live. We're live, though. We are. We're alive. In the prefatorium. In the very deep basement where the air conditioner is no longer working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you hear a little bit of ambient noise, uh, that's, that's not our hearts beating. That's the sound of the archive trying to... folk that are... <laughs> Fanning us. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we really, we probably need to look into a raise for, uh, for these for guys Drew. down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Drew. Thank you for, could you, could you do, uh, just pick up the pace just a little bit exactly. more. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Uh, broader strokes and maybe a little bit faster. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Uh, in the prefatorium, we talk about show matters and we talk about comments. I don't know if you guys have any show matters. But I sure do, oh. because at the end of the last episode, uh, our show on Tiki Bars, we yeah. said we would be doing a little bit of oh. the old archive roulette. roulette. But we're not going to do that this week. <laughs> so the next archive episode folks, that you've probably noticed hear, if you're a regular listener that we are getting almost comically bad about our <laughs> predictions for the following week. It begs the question of why we <laughs> why continue we to I think it's fun. promise certain topics. I, right. Well, I like that you said predictions. They're not promises. Yeah. They're yeah, predictions. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. shut up, creepers. Right. You get what you get. You don't throw a fit. Yeah, I don't know that anybody has thrown a fit yet, but uh, if, if you were inclined, this would be a good week for you to do that because we will not be talking about uh, archive roulette on the next episode of the archive, but um, and if you're a new listener and don't know what that is, stay tuned. You'll find out. Yeah, you'll hear about it in a second. I mean, not in I a mean, second, but in, you know, in a couple of weeks yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a second. <laughs> <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Uh, so the other thing we talk about here is uh, comments. We read the comments that people, the creepers, have left on our website, which is where. That's kind of presumed kind of presumptuous that there are people leaving these comments. This they could all, be they, bots. They could be bots. Yeah. All right. Um, but they yeah, leave them to answer your question on thearchive.com. Mike Westbot. Ashbot. <laughs> all right. Sure. I wasn't talking. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a bot interrupting. Right. Yeah. That was interrupt bot. Uh, yeah. Thearchive.com <laughs> is where you can go to place your comments. You can also do that uh, on Facebook on The Archive. Or Instagram, The Archive, or on Twitter, at The Archive. Here are some comments that people said. Yeah. Last week on The Percolator, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, pirate names. Uh, throwback to a previous <laughs> conversation, and we speculated on the, uh, the nom de plume behind O oh, Greedy, Dreadful Fishmonger. Uh, <laughs> and in response to that, we got a comment from uh, Mike Westfall. Mike Westfall. Yeah. He says, uh, please have Adam time travel over here. Bring a newspaper. No reason. I think he's got a line on who might, uh, who might be behind. Oh, greedy. Yeah. Dreadful fishmonger. I think maybe just his newspaper got stolen. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very roundabout way of getting a new one. I I mean, I don't know how, how quickly uh, time traveling Adam uh, gets around, but, but it might that, be a pretty like, efficient. You, you asked me to do it. I don't have a time traveling machine. Time traveling, Adam and John and oh, Drew have that true. machine. I got nothing. You have nothing. So yeah, 
I uh, could drive down to see you, I guess, but I, I can't time travel over to see you. Well, whatever you do, if you, if you do that, make sure you bring the paper with you, because I would hate for you to get all the way down there and then have to come all the way back to get the newspaper. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, on a, uh, oh, I'm sorry, that was on a previous uh, episode of The Percolator. Uh, on last week's episode of The Percolator, do you guys remember when we talked about Chris Hardwick? I wasn't there. Well, you weren't there, but... I blocked it out. Yeah, I tried to oh, forget wait. about it, too. I was there. Uh, via proxy. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike said... So I, I expressed some confusion about who Chris Hardwick was, and uh, Mike had a very succinct uh, response to that. He says, How I would have explained Chris Hardwick to John. The guy from MTV Singled Out started a nerd podcast and got really... Really proud of himself for it. Uh, this comment, uh, would you guys agree with I that? I would agree with yeah, that. Is that agree. a good way of describing it? Yep. Um, the problem with that is uh, it occurs to me that I don't believe I've ever watched Singled Out. I have no memories of Singled Out. I'm not sure what that is. You, that's where Jenny McCarthy got her start. She was the okay. woman that accompanied him. He was the host. And it was a game. It was a dating game on MTV. Um, uh, I want to say around 94 or something. Um, and yeah, he was the host that ran a couple seasons and then he went away for 10 years or so and, uh, was doing stand-up comedy and stuff. And then after he started his podcast, that, that's what, as he said, it, it brought off prominence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm sort of curious about going back and watching some clips of, of uh, Singled Out just to see if they, uh, if they jog my memory, but I also don't care, so I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, we got a comment on that Percolator episode and that particular topic from Ashley. Ooh, ash it up. Ash it up, ash it up. Ash says one Mike Westfall described Hardwick very well Good on you Mike Two I also spent countless hours listening to Chris Hardwick's podcast And eventually it became clear to me That he was a self-absorbed narcissist And probably psychotic The accusations against him weren't surprising in the least As this is how that kind of person operates They can come off as super charming kind and even humble on the surface, but are actually nightmares to live and work with. I could hear as his status grew in pop Ash, culture. blink once if you're talking about Drew. Just, <laughs> if you're trying to tell us something, just, we're here for you. The best way for a listener to communicate to a podcast is blinking. Blinking, yes. yes. Exactly. One-handed clap. Uh, every, oh, uh, I could hear as his status grew in pop culture, his controlling narcissistic tendencies coming through in his interviews. Every topic came back on himself, almost as if he wasn't really listening to his guests at all. He'd get great, wise, profoundly intelligent people on his show and talk about his comedy and his sobriety. Uh, One of his co-hosts, that sounds really dumb. One of his co-hosts was really down on life, having trouble getting work and starting a family, and he'd tease him about it on the air. Who does that? Bring your friends with you, Hardwick, especially if they helped you build your empire. There's always three sides to a story, his, hers, and the truth. But historically, women don't get to tell their side and be believed. The court of public opinion typically errs on the side of the man, but has recently become privy to the fact that women should be heard. 
Countless women experience abuse and never say anything because they know they will not be believed and could lose their friends and family or or their livelihood as a result. The fact is, I experienced emotional abuse similar to some of the abuse that she claims. This is uh, she being, what's her name? (laughs) Chloe... Dijkstra, Chloe Dijkstra. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong on the last name. I think it's something that that's like close. that, though. Yeah, yeah. Dijkstra. 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 Uh, on the surface, it sounds like she could have easily made the choice to leave or not follow the rules. But when you're in the situation and you love someone, it's not that simple. Quite often, you don't even know what you're experiencing until you're out of the relationship, especially if you're young and inexperienced, which is probably what happened with her. I can understand why you would think innocent until proven guilty is applicable in these situations, but if she took this to court, there's no way anyone would convict him of anything, and he'd still walk away with his fortunes and TV show and no consequences, and she'd be crushed financially and spiritually. I think it's important that she speak up because he markets himself as a humble, lowly nerd boy who's just trying to make it in celebrity land, and it's probably important for her mental health to tell the story so she can fully move on from the experience. Lastly, I can agree to some extent that society is currently a little too eager to persecute the people that accusations are made against. But as you guys pointed out with Aziz Ansari, the public can discern between a legitimate accusation and gossip. We are facing a lot of growing pangs currently as a society, but my hope is that we come out somewhere in the middle where men and boys are aware of their actions and their effects on people and lose their sense of entitlement over women. You don't get to treat people however which way you please and get to be rich, stay famous, and highly praised in society, at least not for much longer. I, like, I just like that, uh, that little point on the end there, at least not for much longer. Yeah. Um, I, I think if nothing good comes out of abuse, nothing good comes out of um, relationships that are imbalanced, I guess, except that you do hopefully learn. Everybody hopefully learns from the situation. Even, and and this is maybe uh, affording this individual or just this mode of personality too much. Um, But like, I would hope that one of the things that comes out of her statement, even if, he's not financially affected and he's let's, let's assume that he is guilty. Even if there's no repercussion directly on him, hopefully this experience will prevent him from pursuing similar activities or relationships down the line, you know? Yeah. I appreciate that. There's a lot in that comment to unpack. I appreciate it. And, uh, I, I don't even know where to begin, but like, um, and, and, you know, uh, Drew, when we were talking through this last week, he called it a minefield, and I couldn't agree more. So Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, one thing that, like, I kind of regret listening back to last week's episode is that, um, you know, like, making a comment like, let's hear his side of the story, I, I was worried that I came off, like... Uh, don't listen to her side of the story kind of thing, you know? I didn't pick up on that. Okay. Um, but, uh, but the, yeah, the, the thing that, uh, I appreciate about what you said about this is like, I, I've been, uh, in several relationships and it would be 
easy for me to say that, like, until my lovely wife now, that uh, almost every single person that I dated um, gave me some sort of emotional abuse. But the other side of that coin is that, like, I, I honestly, like, I, I think that they, none of it was malicious. It was right, everybody yeah. who was just like, and I, and I probably did the same. It was uh, everybody that were like confused idiots that are trying to, you know, interpret their complicated love life and being, you know. There's a phrase, uh, hurting people hurt people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. I mean. Um, and, and so that's, that's where I came into that, giving this story a, grain of salt or whatever but Mm -hmm. um uh and the only thing i would disagree with uh ashley about is that he chris hardwick definitely helped his friends like uh, the the Mm. two co-hosts uh one of them is the host of talking trek which is named after um talking dead because Chris Hardwick was the host of The Talking Dead, and then uh, they created a after show. There have been like 30 after shows that came out after Talking Dead became a hit. And, uh, and Matt Meyer is a uh, huge Trekkie, and, uh, and you know, he, I like him. They're, uh, both of his co-hosts are, are good people. But, so um, is Talking Trek, like, that is that a when, conversation about... Yeah, the when the latest Star Trek, Star Trek show Discovery. came out, Discovery, uh, he he hosted the show after that, um, and I only watched the episode of that that came after the final episode, um, so I can't really speak to that at all. And the other one, Jonah Ray, uh, like both of them throughout the the series were like kind of struggling a little bit to get up and have now like a million projects going on. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they wouldn't without him, but I do think that he was like helping them. And ribbing friends is the the only way that I know to show love. So, <laughs> like, I would definitely be making fun of you guys, uh, even if you're rich it, and famous. It, even if I was rich and famous, because yeah, that's <laughs> I gotta straight what you stay do. true to myself. Right. <laughs> brand uh, brand consistency. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's move on to a comment. Uh, and never talk about Chris Hardwick or Rogue One again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just so happens we got another comment on this Chris Hardwick issue. No. From Brian Damnation Sensation Davis. Brian? Davis. 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 What you talking about, Bravis? Archivist. The Chris Hardwick issue is a sore point for me as the situation is not coming from a subordinate that he pressured in the workplace, but rather an ex-girlfriend who lived with him for years and may not be handling him moving on as well as she might have. I'm wondering if she did not mention him by name in the written essay because that would cross a legal line if she was in fact saying things that were less than factual. Hmm. You asked about her gain. Uh, It might be as simple as publicity for her first leading role in a movie that opens this year. Uh, Is that true? Does she have a movie opening this year? I know. I think Brian's a liar. (laughs) And I'm glad you brought this up. I've been thinking about it, meaning to say something. But Uh, she might be pulling a Kanye marketing bomb uh, that he mastered a long time ago and that he stirs up controversy just before an album drops. Oh, so she must have an album coming out, too. 
That's exciting. <laughs> As to Mr. Gilliam, uh, he was the only American member of Monty Python, so that will always gain him some points in spite of some strange comments. Um, I don't know what to say in response to that, Bravis. Um, I believe that uh, the Chris Hardwick issue is a prism, and there are many uh, ways that one could look at it. Uh, various angles uh, by which light can strike it. Um, but I think I'm going to refrain from looking at it through that lens and move on to the next comment. <laughs> Definitely handled. <laughs> uh, okay, we got a host of comments on our episode on Tiki Bars. Starting with uh, some guy named Flowey Dremure. Uh, Flowey says, I'm back uh, with 87 exclamation points. <laughs> did you count them? Uh, <laughs> I did, you... just now. Uh, I do them in sets of 10, so sure. it speeds it up. Uh, I like the intro. Oh, boy, it has been a while. That is true, Flowey. It has been quite a while. Uh, I hope you guys didn't get drunk. Just like in that entire time that you've been away. Is that what he means by that? Uh, probably. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, <laughs> can't meet you there. Also, watch your profanity. Just kidding. Love you guys. Good to be back. <laughs> you should talk about lakes. We, we should talk, talk about, about lakes. lakes. That's what he says. We should talk about lakes. Yeah, we should talk about lakes. It's a great idea. Is that a suggestion for a topic? Yeah, that we is, asked, that we asked is a topic yeah. suggestion. Yeah. We are going to take that to heart. We'll uh, convene a uh, circle of archive uh, panelists to evaluate that, and uh, we'll get back to you on it. Thank you for the suggestion. Oh, we're going to do it. <laughs> we made that promise. Right. We have, we, we don't have, know when. We have just convened that panel, and uh, I'm happy to report that the result <laughs> is that we will be doing an episode on lakes. So thank you, Flowey. We look forward to that. Uh, he also says, I don't get why lobsters try to pinch you. They are just too crabby. <laughs> oh, Welcome back, Flowey. Welcome back. <laughs> Uh, we have another comment from Flowey. He says, also, you guys should do a special episode where you put it up unedited. See you very soon. Wait, did you convince him to make that comment? <laughs> Flowey, I, I recognize the curiosity behind that um, suggestion. Uh, but we, we, we really don't do a lot of editing. Uh, like that's it, true. It, it, as in we, as in Nick and I. Yes. John does a lot <laughs> of the editing. We don't yeah. do basically anything. Yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, Maybe for the right show, for the for the right topic, we might entertain that thought. Um, Maybe archive unedited. I don't know. Was that a suggestion? I'm just spitballing here. I mean, to go against what he's asking for, if we do that episode, I'm going to be unleashing a lot of profanity. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, you got to take advantage of it while you can. Right. Uh, we got a comment on Tiki Bars from a newcomer to the comments. She goes by the name Megan. Megan says... Was that the pause for her theme song? Yeah, her theme <laughs> song. There you go. It's Megan. <laughs> Megan says, I'm so glad there's an episode devoted to Tiki Bars and its revival. Uh, it was a little hard to hear Chelsea, but she was a great oh, guest. what was that? What was and, that? Can you say that again? Uh, I can't hear you, Adam. Yeah, I bet. 
She was a great guest, and you guys covered a lot of ground in an hour. You know, I think there must be something to this, um, uh, that that whole Yanni and... Laurel. Rebecca. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling what I heard. Right. I don't know what you guys heard. Uh, because I, I totally had no issues with the volume on last week's show. Like, everybody seemed to be equally... You still, you listen to it with headphones on, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't... I'm telling you, and this is not, it's just, you sounded great. Great's not the right word for it. It's sound like you're in the room, sound like you're in the room, sound like you're in the room, and Chelsea sounded like she was like talking from a hallway. Ah. So it was just for some reason she oh, was. So just, it's the headphones thing. W- possibly. You just hate headphones. I, <laughs> oh, no. Um, Why? I, I noticed that she was quiet at the beginning of it, and the rest of the time it sounded, but I also listened to it on headphones, but it sounded fine to me. Yeah. So I well. can't speak to that. Uh, Megan also says, I find Critiki to be a great resource for beginning tiki years. Because oh, is it a joke on Critique? It is. I did not get that <laughs> last week. <laughs> well, I'm glad Megan left this comment. Uh, she finds Critiki to be a great resource for beginning tiki years because Humu Humu writes content that addresses a lot of the problematic parts of tiki culture, uh, like cultural appropriation. Uh, fetishization of native peoples and of course using another culture's gods as decor in bars. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, (laughs) We had a tiki bar themed wedding reception and we leaned hard on the Americana version tiki so we made sure our tiki mug centerpieces did not feature native people and instead we used parrot and bamboo shaped mugs which I think are pretty cool anyway. Um, That was my comment. Um... Tropical flowers, pink flamingos, palm leaves, and cocktail umbrellas. Also, I think you will find Tiki Cat in Kansas City checks all of your boxes for a great tiki bar. And be sure to look for the creature from the Black Lagoon. So I, oh. I, I mean, I've looked into Tiki Cat myself, and I'm excited to go there. But Chelsea has uh, really been on it. And when I mentioned this comment to her, she said she has, um, she's, she's got a, uh, her eyes peeled for the creature from the Black Lagoon. So we... Look forward to searching that out. Awesome. Awesome. Brian, Thermal Dyn... Oh, thank you, Megan. That was an excellent comment. Brian Thermal Dynamics Davis says this. Really took me on a journey of tiki history here. I have to admit I have given tiki bars and culture little leaning towards no thought whatsoever. What a barbaric oaf I've been. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite was the idea of your drunken master bartender making a drink behind a screen and rolling some (laughs) dice to determine ingredient mixes. That was pretty excellent. Uh, Who's not up for a game of drunkards and drinking? Drunkards and drinking? That would be a fantastic uh, game. Trademark. TMTM. Now. We should. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, we trademarked that. Sorry, Brian. Yeah. Too late. It's ours. You lose. Brian Damnation Sensation Davis says, also, in regards to the comment about there being a lack of women in the tiki movement, please, for the love of all the gods around every island, please do not start a hashtag me tiki Too movement. Ooh. We got one final comment from Brian. Defining disappointment, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear someone mention going to AMC? Oh, uh, I, you know what about that? I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> you know I love you. No, actually, it turns out I did not go to uh, the uh, AMC theater because I remembered how 
much I hate AMC theaters. So <laughs> I didn't go see Jurassic Park, and that's why. Definitely handled. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> How many comments was that? Uh, oh, that was a lot. I know, but, you know, there's, there's rules and there's... Uh, uh, records to break. You need numbers? So. All right, I got numbers for you. Yeah. One, two, three, ten. Oh, comments. we did it! That was the record! We're back! We broke the record! Yes! Record was nine. Adam cares nothing about the quality, the quality or content yeah. of any of those but comments. But the best thing was these were all a lot of quality comments. No, too. they were. That was a good string of comments. Yes, Thank you, ten. We did it! Double digits, folks. This is it. We did it. This is a new era. On that note, let's celebrate uh, in this thing called the percolator. It's a little humid in here. A little, little humid, but... Yeah, we need to work on the ventilation in the percolator. Right. The percolator is where we gather every week, or almost every week, uh, without a single thought in mind, except whatever happens to be on the top of our heads. <laughs> <laughs> Technically but, true, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what have, what have you guys got in mind this week? Well, do we have our, our list of things to talk about? No, we don't prepare for this, Adam. Right. No, here's folks. Here's the deal. We have a we have a list of things we're not supposed to talk about until we get here to the percolator. So why don't we review the list? To the list. Uh, I saw Annihilation. Have you guys seen that yet? Yeah, the uh, Patton Oswalt uh, stand up comedy show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I know that's he's got a new it for show. the percolator What's this week. <laughs> it's, it's called it's called Annihilation. Is it? It is. Yeah. I know uh, you're talking about the uh, uh, Portman movie, movie, but yeah. I thought I'd be oh, I thought I'd be yeah. clever and yeah. uh, bring um, up Patton Oswalt so, um, special. Yeah. Um, and so this this movie came out in theaters six months ago or something, and it was somehow produced by Netflix and a couple weeks after it came out in theaters it came out on Netflix everywhere else except for America yeah and so I kept waiting for it to get to Netflix thinking you know they would advance that quickly but and then Netflix went out of business and then net yeah it's, uh, <laughs> spent uh, too much on we should on that be movie. talking about that this week yeah but I'm not going to <laughs> um but yeah anyway it's on uh streaming right now and I broke down and rented on it Hulu on on Hulu <laughs> yeah, right right um and I loved it. I thought, really, yeah, it's fantastic movie. Um, it's by, oh god, I forgot his name. Garland, Alex Garland. Alex Garland, yeah, mm-hmm. who did Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, okay. Did he also do the beach? Like, no. or write no. the beach? No. There is another kind of or, random movie he did. Did you say did he rent the beach? Did he write the beach? <laughs> I mean, he might have, he might have rented it at some point. Uh, <laughs> this is how he got inspired right, exactly. to, to direct it's, Annihilation. It's shitty. Well, I, I, I didn't make no better movies than this. I know the beach came from a book. I don't think he wrote the book. And he didn't write the book that Annihilation's based on, but he wrote the screenplay and directed it. Okay. Um, yeah, I know Danny Boyle directed uh, that's right, The Beach, yeah. but I can't. I thought Alex Garland. That name sounds familiar, but... Um, anyway, yeah, but, Alex Garland, The Beach. Really? Get yeah. out of here. He wrote the, the book, and I think he wrote oh, the he screenplay. Oh, he did write the book. Yeah. But he didn't direct it. He did not direct it, okay. no. Yeah. Now he's directing movies, like Annihilation. Okay. Um, 
I okay. I I didn't know that he went back that far. That's interesting. Um, and that's that's a movie that is very problematic, but is I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember it. I saw it once back in what ninety eight or whenever it yeah, came out. Somewhere around there. I, it's out of my mind. Um, yeah, it's um, there's there's a lot to like about it, or I guess I like what I think it wants to do <laughs> or what it thinks it does. Is it a movie that needed to be made? <laughs> it is a movie that needed to be made. Okay. Absolutely. I remember it having good cinematography and um, and just like, you know, locations and stuff like well, that. Well, Boyle is like a pretty good director. Beautiful movie, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. set in Thailand, I think. Yeah. Um, set on a beach, I think. And then <laughs> besides that, I only remember there, there's like this kind of like awkward video game tripping sequence. Yes. DiCaprio running. And he's running very quickly. Yeah. 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 I do remember that too. Um, but anyway, this, yeah, the, uh, Annihilation, uh, haven't read the book, but my, my review of the movie is that it's a little bit of aliens, okay. a little bit of the fly and a little bit of 2001. And it's those are all good movies. Not yeah. as good as any of them, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's as good. Well, neither as, was the beach. So it, yeah, no. I, well, I would say it's as good as Ex Machina, and I really like that one too. So do I. Um, uh, Adam Junior is obsessed with this movie with, with Annihilation. Annihilation. Like he probably brings it. He saw it in the theaters. Okay. Um, uh, and probably talks about it at least twice a week. Really? Huh. He's like. Oh, we want to do tonight? Let's watch Annihilation. <laughs> he has, obviously, it's not out anywhere yeah. we can watch, but he, it's, I don't know what, it just, it was one of those movies for him that he was different like, going, you know, different person after he saw it. Yeah. Because yeah. he just talks about it constantly. So. That's awesome. Well, yeah. it's, it's got a very unique style to it. It's not like a, like, you know, I mentioned it to one of my friends and he said that, like, the plot of it just kind of, like, carries you through it a little bit slowly. There aren't, like, for it, it's a sci-fi horror, but it's not that horror-y. There aren't a lot of jump scares or any. I'm not sure, um, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's just the story just kind of keeps you with it, and it just slowly moves forward. And the aesthetic of it is, I brought up aliens mm-hmm. partly because it's like a group of people who are like a ragtag bunch going into the unknown. But the other thing is that. The, that could be the Explorers also, I'm just saying. So you know. uh, sure. The movie Explorers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, I was a different person before and like after Explorers, that, yeah. yeah. But the other thing is that the, the style of it is almost, um, you know, Geiger, just uh, Giger. Uh, <laughs> when Yanni, Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that look of aliens was just like groundbreaking, and this movie has a visual aesthetic that is unique to itself. And huh. I did really you guys like see that. Arrival? Yeah, I did not. And I like oh. that a lot too. Anything like that? Um, I that was very unique uh, in a good way. I I would say that that's a good comparison okay. movie. Yeah. Did you guys see Amacord? Uh, no, what's that? I played a harmonica. Did you see? Uh, I was trying to think of other movies that begin with A that are one word titles. <laughs> Anaconda. <laughs> Anaconda. <laughs> there are snakes out there this big. <laughs> John's favorite line. That movie's right. amazing, right. yeah. When, uh, spoiler alert, uh, John Voight gets swallowed by that snake and then it like regurgitates him and he winks at Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> 
That movie's incredible. I don't I, know if I've seen it now. One of the best theater-going experiences I've, of my life. I've only seen the uh, riff, track li- li- ugh, riff Track live version of it, where the guys from Mistrans Theater are riffing over mm. it, which is still amazing. Yeah, well, I'm sure. You get, you, get the, you get the experience of, of the movie with an extra layer of, of insanity on top of it, and it's great. Annihilation. You can also get that same experience by going to AMC theaters <laughs> where you watch the movie and then you hear people talking about it next to you. So. <laughs> I'm sad. Uh, uh, I was not prepared to talk about this, but it you just inspired me. I'm very sad. And because we always find a way to pull this back toward uh, the Disney parks, I'm sad <laughs> this week to announce that the AMC theaters, it, in downtown Disney in California has closed. Um, it is no longer there making way for a hotel or some such thing. And, uh, so there's actual normal movies there. Yeah. It's a a nice little tie to the outside world. I think Mm -hmm. especially when I was uh, growing up, it was really nice to be able to go see movies while on vacation as a means of like escaping my family. Um, but now there is no longer a movie theater there. It's very sad. There you go. Uh, what else is on that list? We got uh, IHOB, the insanity of IHOB. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys look at these, the memes? I've seen some of them. Wendy's, I mean, is always uh, pretty pretty sharp. Yeah. And just in case you live under tongue. a rock, uh, IHOP, in a publicity stunt, changed their name to IHOB, International House of Burgers, and other restaurants aren't, aren't having it. They're, you know, they're, they're roasting them. Well, part of the problem, I think, is that it's not just that they changed their name. And they didn't change their name. Right. Right. It's, right. it's just a promotion. Thing. But the fact that they, first they, they said, we're changing our name. Can you guess why? Right. So they, they tried to make a big deal out of this and build a campaign of interest around something that, for which there really shouldn't be that much interest. I think that's part of the reason why it's come off so tone deaf. But here we are. Still talking about Still it. Still talking about <laughs> it. Um, so did, did you have any opinion on that? Oh, I was just curious if you actually you guys had any thoughts on it. it does, the whole thing, again, is it seems like something, somebody in a room thought, hey, you know what we should do? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah good idea, good idea. And now they're all saying, oh, no. Like, they're, we yeah, they're probably just, like, Hey guys, our burgers aren't selling as well as they right. should be. Like, do people know that we have burgers? We what should if we be called flipped the P. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm I'm upset about it only because like I, I realized it was happening pretty late. I think I I heard about it the day before they announced it. So I didn't have time to really look into it. <laughs> but uh I retrospectively, when I found out that they had changed it to burgers, there were a lot of lines I saw that were like, well, it's not going to be, it's not brunch or any of the other things that people speculated on. And it, I, it occurred to me that I would have been excited to go to brunch at uh, International IHOP. House of brunch. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been, I think, a, a decent, it's just burgers. It's like, just swing and a miss, people. Just, just not even close to being a good... Yeah. You say you would have been excited to go to brunch there, and that nobody believes you. But <laughs> <laughs> just, just well, for I would the have sake been more <laughs> excited to go there for that than for a burger. Yeah. 
if they just changed the name to that, would that have been something, or would they have had to have like introduced some sort of, you know, brunchy menu? It did. These burgers would have been on the brunchy menu, right? Well, what if can't you could you, have brunch twenty four hours a day at, at IHOP? Can't you always get whatever's yeah, on the menu? It's basically just yeah, brunch twenty four hours a day anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you I really think about true. it. It's, it's, yeah. It really is just a brunch place that's, <laughs> that's open for four hours. Well, from now on, I'm just calling it International House of Brunch. That there makes you me go. feel better. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go now. Next week on yeah. the hour <laughs> Uh The other uh, in Star Wars news, um, <laughs> there's, there's, and I don't know if this was on Twitter, if this was on uh, Reddit or what, but the remake, The Last Jedi, it was on both. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, yeah. I think it started on. Uh, Twitter. Or maybe it started on Reddit, but then it really didn't take hold until they had but, a Twitter but there's account. Like a, is there a Kickstarter? Or are they, I don't think there's like an official um, space that you can go to and pledge money. They're just sort of raising it. But the, they, they say they have producers already. They say, we will do. be consulting with Star Wars fans directly throughout the writing of the remake of The Last Jedi as, as the plan is to make a version of TLJ that is as close to universally accepted as possible. Never please everyone, but at least it won't be blasphemy. And the, the best thing about this is uh, Rain Johnson, the guy who made the movie, yeah. responded, please, 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 oh. please, actually happen, please, 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 please. And then a bunch of... I'm sure that's genuine, too. Oh, like, I, oh, I, I absolutely yeah. believe yes. he wants to see it. And it's funny, if you look at that tweet and you look at the responses to it, um, there's a lot of back and forth from people saying, like, you know a movie is bad if the director even wants it remade. They don't get and it. And then other yeah. people they, saying... They're not getting it at all. Dummies, he's making fun of you. But I do believe he's genuine. I, yes. think, he's, yeah, I no. think he's both making fun of it right. and also exactly. endorsing yeah. it wholeheartedly. Who wouldn't want to see the internet remake a movie? That they <laughs> like, and I, I get that it's a very divisive movie. Uh, it's shocking that the four of us, the only thing we've ever agreed on was that we liked that liked movie. It. Right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just like, it's, it's, this is a weird phenomenon and uh, what, what's that, um, uh, Jack Black, Michelle, was it Michelle Gondry that, oh yeah. Uh, be kind rewind. Right. It, it's yeah, that yeah. kind of thing where it's just like, are they going to actually do this thing? Cause they're not going to get the cast from it. Right. Right. Presumably. So is this going to be this amazing fan-made thing. Will they go halfway or will it just peter out? Right. And I think, again, Rain did the best lean into this. Like, the worst thing you could possibly have done is be like, no, my vision is blah, blah. Like, no, at that point, you just, again, you, oh, yeah, okay, let's do this. Like, bring it on. Yeah. Love it. Uh, I think the the related like so so I I love this story. I mean, I read through some of those tweets and some of the the responses that the whoever is the lead um, spokesperson for this movement movement quote unquote uh, whoever that is. Um, and I, I I tend to get riled up if I don't take a break from certain things, like the momentum will get to me. And I just, at, at one point, I think I was like screaming in uh, my apartment that like Chelsea's walking around, you know, like doing stuff. And I'm just like following her around <laughs> reading these tweets <laughs> and scoffing at them uh, ever more loudly. Um, but that, this whole idea, I think bothers me much less than what the other bit of Star Wars news? Um, oh yes, that well, part of it I like. Uh, the, the the this there's this suggestion. I don't know if it's actually been announced or if it's just this widely accepted rumor 
that uh, Lucasfilm has put a hold on. Oh, no, on. It's, 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 a, it's official. It's official. Yeah. Okay. As, as you were. Yeah, but... Well, hold on. Here's the, the, what the it question is, is like... Yeah, go ahead. Well, so, yeah, Lucasfilm or Disney, somebody has put a hold on future Star Wars productions. Star Wars stories. Okay, but that's, that's why I say this doesn't seem like it's official because people are interpreting it different ways. So that leads right. me to believe that it's... In the sense that they're still going to make episode nine. They're still having John Favreau make his TV show. Yeah, and but the new animated series is also still going forward. But, but all, go ahead. No, I say, but as far as I understand, all the blah, 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 a Star Wars story movies are officially on hold. Okay, so God, that is the blah, blah, blah is the worst <laughs> character in the cantina. <laughs> <laughs> no, the word on hold is the most vague thing in this thing because there's a lot of question about like, they're not actually shutting these things down, and a lot of people think they are, but they're just trying to, like, hey, let's revisit this and, you know, right. look at how we're doing this. Maybe change the timetable up or, yeah. yeah. I mean, the way I've read it is, again, the whole, yes, on hold, but indefinitely, as in movies that were in kind of pre-production have been stopped. Uh, so. Now it's time for a new segment called, Do You Want to Make a Bet with Nick? Uh, Five years There will be a In the next five years I say there will be a non There'll be a Blah 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 A Star Wars story Movie Five years What is the day? June 27th 2018 26th 2018 Yeah So it's going to be 2023 Ooh 23 It's a good number Mm -hmm. I like this You gotta bet All right. Uh, Loser (laughs) has to dress up like Um Har's Bimley. <laughs> no, Loser. That should be the winner. I think the winner, winner gets to. Winner gets to dress up as yeah. Har's Bimley and... Harb. Harb. Harb <laughs> Bimley. God damn it, Adam. <laughs> Respect. God damn it. Rogue. Respect Rogue. Red Seven. Red Seven. Red Seven. I, was, I don't know why I even tried to say his Jesus name. Christ. I can't I can't say his name. Rogue Seven. <clears throat> well, I, I'm frustrated that everybody seems to assume that whether these movies are going to someday happen or they are, they're, they're done, they're scrapping these Star Wars stories, everyone seems to believe that there will be an episode nine. And that's the part that frustrates me. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to put a hard stop oh, on Star Wars, man, you got you to gotta own that. And honestly, does anybody really want to see where it goes after Last Jedi? That yes. seems like a perfect place to stop it. If that had been episode nine and that was the end of it, I would agree with you, but it's not. But why do you need another movie then? You just said like that's that's the end of the story, basically. You you accept that? Why does the number of movies matter? This dumb thing that you're proposing, I think, would be the most amazing thing of all time. (laughs) If Disney came back and was just like, never mind that billion or so we spent on Star Wars. You don't like. Our Star Wars movies? Okay, that's fine. That's cool. We don't got to make them. Yeah. We don't have to make them. We were doing this. We thought you wanted us to make them. But you, you, know, you don't want them? That's fine. Okay, that's cool. And they just shut everything down. They stopped making video games. They stopped making books. Oh, my God. That would be exquisite. They just they like hold out. And then they have like this like Kickstarter that's like they, they hold Star Wars ransom. They're like... <laughs> if you think you, you can do it better? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They're like, if you pay us... Four billion dollars, what we paid George Lucas. We'll, then we'll, we'll 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 consider it. We'll consider we it. Might <laughs> not, not we're going to do it, but movie. we'll think about it. <laughs> I love it, and I would pay. 
Yeah, oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. I would too. Do you got anything else over there? No, I got nothing. Do you have $4 million? <laughs> oh. Uh. Nope, I'm good. That's all I had. That was a good steep. Good steeping, guys. So coming up this week, as we mentioned, is not going to be the episode on uh, Archive Roulette, but we're going to tackle something else uh, that seems timely. Water sports. Eh. <laughs> Summer water sports. Closer. Yard games? That's the one. So uh, throw a lawn dart and uh, oh, we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. Blood.